Hello, and welcome to the Viva podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us for the first time, or again, if you're a returning listener. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's Friday for us. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but I hope it either is Friday for you or it feels like Friday for you. So today we're going to talk about parasocial relationships, which is actually something I learned the term for not that long ago. I did not know this was a thing. And apparently it's very much a thing. So was I just out of the loop or is this like a relatively new phenomenon? I mean, I think it's it new in the sense that it now applies to non-celebrities, but it, it's always applied to celebrities, I feel like. So this was a term that people have been using for years, What is what you're talking about? I mean, about. not really. Okay. No one, like, I, I don't think anyone outside of, like, a social science, you know, realm would have said the word parasocial. Oh, so it just became mainstream. Yeah. Like, I think it's just got, like, we, we labeled it and because it's, like, a broader problem now, I think. Right. Social media would. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, and so I guess this, I would say this is a cousin of celebrity worship. Is that a good mm-hmm. way to call it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, and like stan right culture. Right, so we're going to talk about all that. Um, and I will put out a little bit of a disclaimer that I've never really been someone who's done this. this. Also, why is it stan? Oh, is there yeah. a person named stan? Yeah. There is. That, yeah, that started with the Eminem song. Uh, what? The Eminem song, the rapper Eminem. No, no, no. But like the song that's been around for since I was a teenager. Yeah. That's where Stan comes from. What is the connection? Stan was like a stalker. I don't remember. I don't remember the song. I've never really been big on Eminem. Like a a stalker slash super fan obsessive character. That's very dark. Yes. Why do people (laughs) use that then? That's terrible. We've we've rebranded. Oh, over the years. I mean, not, but not entirely, which is the point of this podcast. Right. Um, I don't, I feel like I need a minute. Can we like stop recording? We're not, I need to go process this information. I have no idea. That's where Stan came from. I asked you if there was Stan a little bit in a tongue in cheek way. I know. You're going to be like, no, there's no Stan. Wow. Yeah. So that's where the common use of Stan like comes from. Okay, that hurts my soul, number one. Mm. Number two, that probably proves the point I was about to make, that mm. I've never really been deep in the celebrity culture. Like, I have my famous people that I really enjoy, and Jarrell will be the first to tell you they are not people that other people, you, I can't use the word, I was going to say other people, I can't do it, that other people typically really enjoy and follow and, you know, would want to have lunch with. That's, you know actors not my thing who else do people like musicians okay I was like I don't even know this is how bad I am at this so I say this to say that I have really been very interested in kind of this phenomenon as it's evolved through social media because it has blown up um I would guess because people have access to people right like there was no way to message your favorite celebrity 20 years ago you could send send fan mail right but like that was you know you kind of never knew that they were ever going to know who you are and now there's this kind of illusion kind of reality way to say that um well and like the rise of influencers 
so that, you know, we have like these pseudo celebrities now too. Right. I'm actually listening to my new favorite podcast is a Beverly Hills 902 and a recap podcast with Kelly and Donna. And yes, I know there's, that's not their real names, but they're rewatching all the episodes. Apparently this is the whole thing. Now. But what they say a lot is some version of like, thank God there was no social media when they were, you know, young stars mm-hmm. because the access people have now is a lot. And Man, yeah, and I, listen, they were eating Tory spelling up even though there wasn't social media. So I can only imagine well, if there so, was. And, you know, we can get into that in another episode, like why that happened. But like, Right. Well, yeah. and I am recently learning about this because yeah. as I previously mentioned, celebrity culture has never been my jam, but now she'll make references to things. And I'm yeah. just like, what went on? And I, I, I can't. Yeah. Um, I've gasped on several occasions and had to stop like Googling because I was like, people are terrible. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is this idea of parasocial relationships in which, correct me if I'm wrong, but people get this vibe that they're almost like friends with or have some type of personal connection to this other human celebrity influencer or whatever that doesn't actually know they exist, right? It's like this one-sided relationship that, that they feel like, oh, we're friends because I listen to their podcast or see their Instagram or listen to their music or whatever. And we're like basically the same. Um I feel like this happens often and it always strikes me as a little, like I'm always a little uncomfortable. And, you know, I put that, like I said, I put the disclaimer out there that celebrity culture has never been for me. So maybe I'm just reading into this too much, but I will use an example of one of my favorite musicians, which is Taylor Swift and the Swifties. I think Taylor Swift is great. Love her music kudos to her for really getting me through a bulk of the height of COVID. I can't consider myself a Swifty because it feels like pledging alliance to a person who's like actually never done anything for me personally, you know, obviously had an impact, but like Mm -hmm. doesn't know me. And so it just feels very uncomfortable to like pledge this alliance and have so much time invested in a person that I don't actually know and doesn't actually know me. But this seems to be a very common thing that people really enjoy. So what's your take on that? Like, why do you think that is? And what's your vibe? Yeah, so I guess for background, I should say that I grew up in celebrity culture a bit more. Um, Well, this is why I'm asking you. Yeah, yeah. So just, (laughs) you know, for everyone who's listening, uh, I still, I really... I don't know if I can say it anymore uh, that I really enjoy pop culture. Um, but like I grew up in pop culture, you know, like my my mom, who's probably listening. Hello. Um, oh, really? That's nice. Yeah, she regularly listens. OK. Uh, <laughs> um, like she was like a gossip rag person, you know, like all the gossip magazines in the grocery store. Like that was her jam. Movies were big in my life, uh, you know, growing up, too. And so we were always sort of talking about or reading about like the actors and and all that sort of stuff in my house. And I think by proxy, I got exposed to like the magazines. And so I would read them when I was younger, never really got them as an adult because one, they're expensive and the internet exists now. Um, But also- expensive? How much does it cost? I mean, they're magazines. I don't know anymore because I literally haven't looked at them. Last time I bought a magazine. Exactly. So- (laughs) 
um, I would imagine like maybe eight dollars now. Oh, um, I was gonna say three. No, 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 no. I think that's what it used to cost. Okay, um, that's probably the last time I bought a magazine. Yeah, in like the mid '90s or whatever. Um, so, and I also don't make a point to look up much on celebrities anymore. I have like my select few that I'll do stuff for if I come across something I'm like, oh, what's going on there, um, or what's trending on Twitter. I'm like, why? But so, yeah, I'm very much, I'm much more invested in that way than you are, Rachel. And I don't know, I think it, I think of it as being on a continuum. So with like, it really on the extreme end being like stand level, this person can do no wrong. And then on the other end, like, oh, I like categorically appreciate this person's work and they've like impacted my life positively. So I like them and, you know, I'll support their work or, um, you know, that's on the like more normal average range. But I think there's just been an increase in, I think because of social media, because of like the news and the volume of the news is like things catch on so quickly and we are like positioned to care about these things so much, you know, if, if uh, because also what one thing I noticed is that things started get, getting covered on the news a lot more mm. as I've gotten older, like celebrity stuff. Um, so like if they showed up to an event or this thing happened, whereas like that used to be really occasional when I was younger, but now it seems to be much more like relevant in a lot of ways. And so there's been like this overlap between like news and celebrity culture in like media coverage. And I think that's really contributed to it too, because it's kind of just made it so easy to be invested. Um, and then, you know, you have Instagram and algorithms and all that sort of stuff. It's very easy to come pre become preoccupied with someone these days. And there's so much content to consume. Okay, so let me ask you another question as mm. somebody who was more into kind of celebrity culture, right? Mm -hmm. So I agree that if I get word that an artist I like is coming out with a new album or a new show or work of something, whatever, doing something cool, I'm interested, I'm invested. Like I follow select people on social media because I want to know about things like that. Mm -hmm. What is the interest? And this is where I get lost. What is the interest in knowing like who that person is dating or where they bought a home or where they vacationed? And hmm. other than like a passing interest of just like, oh, that looks like a nice resort. Like, what is it? But people get very involved, right? Like there yeah. are, you know, and even not even on celebrities, but there are like forums and message boards, I don't know if that's the right word, if that's very 1998, but places where people like really just deep dive into how much somebody's car costs or how much their shoes were or whatever. Mm. And where do you think that deep interest comes from? Like what, why, why does anybody care? I mean, I think on like a superficial level, I think people are bored um and need just something else and so instead of like really applying that to something that could be much more enriching this is like low-hanging fruit mm. i don't say that to mean shady to be shady I, I think it's just it is what it is um but the other part i would say that i think is more substantial is that i think people 
you can identify uh, with, you know, celebrities, characters, etc. And sometimes we can over identify with them. And I think it, it does it does something deep for us in terms of like feeling accepted or a part of or helps us fantasize about, you know, oh, like I'm really like this person. If I was famous, I'd probably have the same car. I'd probably have the same kind of house or the same kind of partner. Or yeah, if I had this much money, that's what I would be like. So it, I think there's like the aspirational nature to it as well that is very alluring. And so it's like part, it's like a lot of fantasy, part fantasy and aspiration and like identifying with said person or who you think the person is based on what you consume. That's fair. Like a sense of community connection, mm -hmm. all things that we yeah. create in different ways. But For sure. And at different levels. Yeah. So where do you think it goes too far? Um, because I will say personally, the second you're calling yourself something like a Swifty, it's gone too far. But I will objectively say, if that's all fun and games for you, cool, do you, right? Not my jam, but mm -hmm. everybody's different, whatever makes you happy. But I feel like there is objectively and from a professional standpoint, a line yeah. where it's now actually causing harm yeah. either for you or societally or both. Yeah. So do you have a clear point where that line is? Um, Cause I a hundred percent have one. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think one, uh, I don't know, this line is pretty straightforward is that when that identification is like that group identification is then leading to actual harassment of other people. Um, for myself, I would say I probably only kind of half identify with one of those kind of followings. Um, and it's like the fandoms can be in, can be really nice, but they can also be incredibly toxic. Um, so for instance, I mean, there are a few that people could probably reference, um, but it happens with any huge pop star right now. Like if, some influencer or some other celebrity or says something even remotely potentially relatively shady about said celebrity that then that person's the offended celebrity's fandom will kind of like swarm in oh my god i forgot and, about that i didn't even think and about. like harass the person right. uh, <laughs> like literally harass the person say horrible horrible, horrible things wish death upon them all, all sorts of things um and it, like, it's incredibly harmful. And so like that, the harassment of, you know, even when someone's offering a differing opinion, even if it's shady, like, okay, so what? Like that celebrity is not actually your friend mm -hmm. and they have, hopefully they have their support. They have other procedures to deal with the nonsense of all of that. Um, they don't need you to defend them. I yeah. That's a, I totally forgot about that Taylor Swift centric example again, but the song that was, which I didn't know that she dated this person or that the song was about this person, but apparently it was about Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm not actually entirely sure who Jake Gyllenhaal is for record. Uh, <laughs> this, this is how bad Rachel is, by the way. 
<laughs> it's like Am literally I saying a the list. Name correctly. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. But people apparently were like hate messaging him. Oh yeah. And it was uh my therapist side was just like, we're we're causing problems, we're causing damage. Please stop harassing people about their ex-relationships. Like, yeah. please stop. But yeah, I had forgotten about that. But yeah. so my line kind of similar was gonna be when you start to defend a celebrity influencer, whatever, as if they're a close friend or family member to you Mm. or romantic partner or some important person to you. Mm. And I see that happen so often, especially in the last couple of years, as people have intentionally prioritized diversity or inclusion or pretended to prioritize diversity and inclusion, where somebody rightfully so gets called out and then they can do no wrong. The responses make it seem like, oh, why? You don't even say that. Like, of course, that's not correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, but why is this person being put up on such a pedestal? This actually happened. And it's at, the worst people, in my opinion, that you compare a social relationship yourself to are politicians. They work for you. They're right. supposed to be delivering certain tasks, quality of life. They're not supposed to be people you idolize and can do no wrong and have posters of on your bedroom walls. Like mm. that's not what this is supposed to be. That's not how you're supposed to evaluate these people. They're not musicians. They're right. not television stars. You can make the point that you really shouldn't evaluate anyone that way, which is why I say when you can't look at a person objectively, we've gone too far. And I say that, you know, friends and family and loved ones, to some extent, you should also be looking at them objectively. Like sometimes your brother will screw up. Sometimes your partner does a dumb thing and sometimes your friend is an asshole. Mm -hmm. It's just life. Like we all fall into those categories sometimes and you should be able to get to a level of emotional intelligence and maturity to be able to say like, I love this person in my life, but man, did they screw up? That was bad. That was a bad decision they made and I love them anyway. But somehow with celebrity influencer culture, we can't even get there it becomes, nope, they can't do anything wrong. I love their movies, music, art, whatever. And as a result, they are superhuman and can never make a mistake. And if you call them out, apparently the masses get unleashed in like verbal hate tirades. Mm -hmm. And why is that a problem? I guess maybe for an individual, it's not that much of a problem, but societally, we can't grow that way. Right. We grow through conversations and perspectives being heard and people in public positions being called out or called in Mm -hmm. and then having the conversation in which maybe someone realizes oh perhaps I should consider this other perspective to be more compassionate empathetic inclusive etc but those conversations can't happen if the immediate response is oh well they're fine And I see that happen a lot with people who want to be inclusive, for example, but then the second their favorite celebrity or influencer gets called out for doing something that is considered a mistake or problematic, all of a sudden that's not the priority anymore. The priority is defending this person that they don't actually know or have any close relationship with. And then the conversation stops. And then it's like, you know, lather, rinse, repeat. And we don't actually get anywhere and if that can't stop, I really question how we'll ever get anywhere. Right. It's just <clears throat> on a slightly different note, just to keep it funky. Um, what's that? What's 
Um, the chat's just live. Thank you. Okay. So we'll slide with like, we're going to get funky. I'm not going to say. <laughs> it just got popped in my head and I had to figure it out before I moved on. Thank you. Got for it. Waiting. Um, the, 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 the funny part is, is that people who defend like their favorite celebrities, what have you like that also don't even go to bat for the people they actually care about that well, deeply. The other, another good point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if, if we're going to keep it really real, it's that also happens a lot too. Right. Not that you should be defending anyone to the death that way. Um, but it is really interesting that we are willing to give passes to worship, you know, these people whereas you have the people in your life who theoretically don't intend to harm you who might mess up and they are demon spawn all of a sudden right it's just really interesting like the the cultural kind of dynamics where at least i'm witnessing now yeah that's a really good point and what i would say to really consider is if you're more invested and by more invested, I don't necessarily even mean do you feel like you're more invested. Do you spend more time considering the love interest or shoes or vacation spots or daily life of your favorite celebrity or influencer than you do a friend, a sibling, parent, romantic partner? Because if you do, why? What's that about? That's my question for you, is that if that if you kind of do a time inventory of how much time you're spending, you know, looking up information about your favorite per celebrity, whatever, and you're not spending that much time on people who are actually in your life with mutual connection, what's that about? Right. I'd say sit with that question. Yeah. Or even <clears throat> another, you know, maybe extension of that is even about your own life. Oh, well done. Right? Like, why, why is this the thing you're focusing on and not your own life and your own development, your own perspective? What's going on there? That's a mic drop. Because, and I, I, but I think that that's part of the benefit, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yeah. You, you don't know, have that's to focus the fantasy. on the heavy stuff, right? Yeah. The stuff that matters, which feels more important, which feels potentially scarier. Yeah. or harder to deal with you can focus on you know whoever's dating who or whatever else is going on yeah. which there's a time and a place for that right for like sure. mental escapes are nice and if yeah. that's what you like like i said it's not my jam but you do you if it makes you happy i'm not going to quote Charles crow but if it makes you happy then great but when it goes too far i don't know that long term that's going to make you very happy or feel right. fulfilled or satisfied in life. And I think that's kind of the general point of why we're talking about this is it's all fun and games until you kind of hit one of the points we talked about. And then which I say, pull it back because then it's not fun anymore. It's interfering. It's interfering right. with style growth. It's interfering with your personal growth. It's interfering with your relationships. And that's honestly true of anything. We're just talking about parasocial relationships today. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, like I, uh, just in full disclosure, I appreciate a good dabbling into all that stuff. Um, like recent things, like I thought it was very cute that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got married. 
because that like that was a big thing in the early 2000s. Have they hope- been married? No. They've was, never been married. They've never been married. They were engaged in the early 2000s, I believe. Oh. And they then, were, ben Affleck's the one I don't like, right? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, like, they got married after dating other people, being married to other people, having children and other families, you know, uh, more than a decade ago. Um, I was like, oh, that's nice. It's like a full circle moment. Um, the, recently, there was also the... Uh, you, the, you probably missed all of this. I don't know. Um, the Don't Worry Darling movie drama. The what? Don't Worry Darling. Was a movie. I've never heard of that in my life. I, I figured, yeah. A movie? <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. Um, but like Harry Styles is in it and like some, you know, it has a... I thought list. he was a singer. He is. When did he which, try to make a movie? He's in Madison Square Garden every single night. Which there is some debate about <laughs> him being an actor, but we'll leave that alone for today. But when did he? I, okay, See, he's been is, acting off and on. Like, oh, okay, but, this yeah, is a, yeah. like this is a real movie. It's a real movie, yeah. But there's okay. like a, a lot of behind the scenes drama, and it's been this thing that everyone's been talking about. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I have like, no idea. Right, and it like it's been on the news a little bit because the premiere, and there was like weird things happening at the premiere. And it's just like, okay, like this is fun, kind of funny. It's kind of sad, <laughs> right? But it's not that deep. Like if it has its time and has its place. I'm like, oh, this is weird. But then like after, you know, five minutes, I'm like, all right, this is, what are we doing here? Um, so yeah, it's, it's okay to care about those things and to have fun with it, you know. But to your point, Rachel, if it's starting to cause this dysfunction or, it's like that you care or are more invested in those things and you're in your own life and the other people around you in your life probably got some soul searching to do. You know what a good question is mm. to ask yourself, which I ask because I, like, as soon as you were talking about this, I was with the drama. I was like, but why, <laughs> why are we, why is it on the news? But I think why is just a good question to ask yourself in general that if you are invested in apparently what's it, don't worry darling mm-hmm. okay if you are invested in the don't worry darling drama it's a lot of d's it is acronym of that if somebody hasn't already but anyway if you are concerned about it or interested in it just ask why why is often a very loaded question and i don't think it should be maybe this is a podcast episode later why is actually a great question we usually mean it when you are actually like making an accusation as opposed to just curious but ask yourself curiously why am I interested in this what does it bring me why am I happy when I watch or read or whatever and there's no wrong answer but the answer can potentially give you guidance into yourself Mm-hmm. And if there is a change that needs to be made, and maybe there's not, but you don't know unless you ask why. Right. On that note, have a good rest of your day, hopefully with less drama than the movie Harry Styles did. Harry Styles was from One Direction, right? That's yeah. Also, he's not the star. So, but no. he's just like the most popular, I guess, like mainstream name is why no. I said it. So don't it's come not, for me. People. It's not his drama. It is definitely not his drama. Well, he's the drama. He's at the center of the drama but it's not his movie. Okay. He's in the movie. Okay. I hope you all have a less drama filled day than Harry Styles did while making his movie. Is that an accurate statement? Yeah, probably. Okay. Great. 
new episodes every other Wednesday. You can subscribe, rate, review. If you like what you're hearing, share with a friend. Otherwise, we hope you tune in next time. Bye.